Alright, this guy's recording. So is my phone. Hey Lily. Hello. Hey Lily. So you're good? You're recording? <laughs> Everything's going? No, I have a keyhole. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm recording. Alright, so you ready cool. to get this thing started? Okay, let me start recording this. <laughs> what? I thought you already started. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? What are you trying to like save 12 kilobytes or something? <laughs> Alright. Okay. I'm recording. I'm ready. We're rolling. Everything's good. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, it's rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's just get started. Hi, I'm Philip. <laughs> Hello, I'm Ruth. Lily. Lily. That's you. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lily. <laughs> and I'm Ruth. I'm trying to record here. Okay. We're live. All right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Today we're here at the farm in Guatemala. The weather's been hotter and muggier each day for the last couple of weeks. It feels like we're in a steamer, but it's getting ready to rain for four months straight. And... We're here, imagining you sitting right next to us. So thanks for listening to Appleseed Radio. So Appleseed began as an idea that we could create an organization that would let us live and travel together while working to improve child nutrition in the places that need it most. This show chronicles our attempt to turn that idea into a reality. Today, we're going to be talking about you and me. Um, me and Ruth, husband and wife team, working and sometimes not working together. <laughs> but before we really get into that whole side of things, I want to make clear that Appleseed's a team effort. We're finally having some really good successes as an organization. And I just hate for anyone who hears this episode to think that it's just me and Ruth doing it. But over here on the ground in Guatemala, for the past several months, it has been just our little husband and wife team trying to make things work. And that's what our show is about today. And Lily's going to help guide us through that. Lily's one of our oldest friends. She was in my first grade class when we were six. Right, Lily? No, you were five. Oh, I was five, that's <laughs> right. You were six. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. Well, anyways, Lily, you want to take it from here? Okay, awesome. So at what point did you combine to form Appleseed? And were there a lot of hard conversations to get there? Adam and I and Ruth came together maybe a year before we actually left. That's when we started putting the thoughts together and started meeting and started thinking about what this would really look like, what our mission was, what our core values were. And yeah, we had tons of hard conversations. Mm-hmm. But when I look back mm-hmm. on it, they were really fun and engaging and interesting. That's when we work well together is when we're kind of talking about big picture things and planning and thinking about what our vision is. I think we're really on the same page. It's like the day-to-day stuff that yeah. gets rough sometimes. <laughs> what were some of the biggest sacrifices that you made to make this happen as a husband and wife? I guess we've, we have sacrificed a little bit of our personal life because now the lines are blurred big time mm-hmm. between work and, and just us. And that's definitely introduced conflict. Like just this morning, Ruth really has always liked 
nice, quiet mornings. She likes to kind of ease into things and have her coffee and listen to music and read and and, and journal and yeah. I'm like I have a slow takeoff to the day. Whereas Philip is up and working mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm brushing my teeth and he's asking me some difficult question about what I think about <laughs> Appleseed Radio. <laughs> Appleseed Radio or... if how much I've prepared for today <laughs> and Or if you prepared so actually <laughs> Appleseed Radio is probably the best example of us working and not working. To elaborate on that one a little bit, in our last episode, the one about corn and tapping into something ancient, we tried to wing things a bit more, and I'm going to take full credit for that bad idea. In my head, I had pictured how kind of spontaneous and free-flowing and natural it, it would be if we changed it up a bit. We could just be ourselves and like not prepare anything, and it would just be great. Well, uh... It did not play out that way. Yeah. There was major confusion. It was just really frustrating. I wasn't really leading very well, and then Ruth was like, where are you going with this? It was just all over the place. And we managed to get through it, but neither of us wanted to work together ever again. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, I think the experience from that episode is probably a huge reason why it's taken us so long to put this next episode out so that that was us not working when i was basically i was that was me not working getting a little too spontaneous (laughs) it really not working so yeah i mean i yeah in general i think i bring more structure and philip brings more creative chaos (laughs) yeah um yeah We've been together 24-7 for about, I don't know. Since August? Yeah, since August. Oh, my gosh. And sometimes you can't remember, like, where you end and the other person begins. Yeah. When things are going good, it's great. When things are going bad, it's, like, the worst thing ever. And so we started making these plans saying, you know what? Maybe we just need to, like, deliberately find time apart. So what are some measures that you both have taken to kind of maintain some space? I guess for me, especially because the work that we were doing here after we did our home visits was mostly like marketing. Um, And I definitely felt like I needed to take some time away to like develop my own skills. That's why I moved to Shayla, which is like the second biggest town around here to work in a pediatric clinic, just to kind of get that, not just the physical space but also like the mental space and the mental challenge to do something different I guess maybe this story illustrates something that I learned so we we live here out at the farm and we started realizing we don't have to do everything together and there's this one morning where Ruth wanted to stay here and work and I wanted to get out to the market and get a bunch of fresh ingredients because I wanted to cook So we decided, okay, I'm just going to go by myself. I just grabbed my bag to go. And the thing is, this story is actually about my bag. So right before leaving the States on our road trip, um, we met this super cool couple in Eugene on a mushroom hunt. We ended up staying the night at their house, and in the morning they gave me this really nice leather and canvas backpack. And anyway, I had always wanted this adventure bag, since I was a kid, and this was it. And I was really, really excited to take it to Guatemala. 
Then about two months into our time here, that morning I was talking about when we split up, I lost it. I was just riding really fast on a bumpy road into town and the backpack just fell off the back of my motorcycle. I lost everything inside of it too. My driver's license, my camera, my Appleseed ATM card, like all my important stuff. And honestly, if Ruth were there, she would have taken care of it. She would have either tied it on well or she would have been wearing it or she would have told me I was stupid for tying it to the back of the motorcycle. Or she would have noticed when it fell off. And this is like the first time we had really split off and this happens. So I drove around frantically just looking for this bag and I couldn't find it. All I could think of was I need to get back to Ruth. And so I did, I drove back here, I just buried my face in her lap and I mean, okay, a quick aside, I know people here are suffering a lot worse than me losing some first world items here, but back off. I really like this, <laughs> this bag, and I mean, I, I think I finally understand women who have these fancy purses, so hopefully they understand me too. Um, <laughs> anyways, I was distraught, um, but Ruth just responded with exactly the right mixture of alarm, comforting, and control, and she just dropped everything and hopped on my motorcycle and went to help me go find it. Yeah, we never ended up finding it, but you know what? Before our search was even over, I'd gotten over it, and I think I realized as long as I had Ruth, I could probably lose everything and it'd be okay. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know that breaking apart and going off solo is as attractive <laughs> as it sounds yeah. sometimes. <laughs> it's kind of like you need some space to yourself, but fate won't let you. <laughs> you have to go back. You have to go back to Ruth. Right. <laughs> Basically. Uh, yeah. Huh, funny how that works. Uh, yeah. I mean, the same thing for me going to Shayla. Like, I wanted to just get away from the farm, get away from all the dudes that are here, do something that I'm good at, whatever. Yeah. So I escaped to Shayla. I'm living in this cute little apartment by myself, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I have to do all these things that I'm not used to doing. I don't know, I just started missing Philip and all the things that he does that I didn't realize that he did. Because when I'm with him, I only notice the things that he doesn't do, which is a lot of things. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Backhanded compliment. Ruth's specialty. <laughs> you two hug it out. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, as partners in life, you always strive to compliment each other. What's one thing you'd like to change about yourself to make your relationship stronger? This is turning into couples therapy. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I think one thing that I've learned is that as Philip and I have moved from having this personal relationship to also this working relationship, there's times when he just wants to argue with me to talk something out work-wise. But to me, it's like, why are you yelling at me? I haven't done anything wrong. And for me, it's been learning not to take things personally and just to think of myself as like a colleague, like just really hashing things out without letting the wife part get too offended. On that note... Philip, what are you going to be doing in the future to make your relationship stronger just based on what she said? 
<laughs> this is sounding like therapy. This is actually therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. it's, it's free. It's free. You're welcome. Oh, wow. Thanks. <laughs> hmm. Honestly, I have a hard time following the whole praise to correction ratio rule thing. Can you explain praise to correction? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, when you want to get the best out of someone, um, you want to give them some positive feedback and praise them when they do something good and do something right, so they'll keep doing it. And when they do something wrong, you have the tendency to want to correct them and to tell them, hey, you know, maybe try this next time, or did you think about this? It's really important when, when someone's just starting off at something to to give them that praise a lot, lot more than the correction. It's like five to one or seven to one or something like that. Because their early mistakes, they're going to be corrective in themselves. So you correcting them is just kind of piling on and you're going to make them feel bad. So with Ruth and Appleseed and social marketing, it's it's actually more like this is my work that she's getting into. I mean, yeah, she was a doctor with our home visits, going out and seeing patients and stuff, but that was really just for the beginning research part. And ever since then, it's been full-on marketing. And so her fitting into this has been tough. Doing all these new things, wearing all these different hats, for her it's been a challenge. And I haven't been the best at... I, actually, I haven't been very good at all with... Um, like coaching her instead because we're so close and because she's my wife I haven't been careful like I would be with uh, um, someone I was managing you know or uh, someone I hired or whatever I'll just say what's on my mind and expect her to get it and this definitely causes her to get upset or to feel like you know that I'm not seeing all the good stuff that she is doing even when I am so yeah long story short I just need to, you know, try to stick to that rule. More praise, less correction. Easier said than done. <laughs> but yeah, that that's that's a big one. Okay. Well, that's all the questions I have, except for who's better at speaking Spanish. Oh, I'm Ruth definitely is. better. Yeah. <laughs> Which is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, she's better. Well, after just going through this wonderful couples therapy session, do you have any remaining thoughts you want to share? I, I feel like this was, it felt kind of negative, but I mean, in the end, it's like, it's been really great for our relationship because when we were back in the States, it was kind of like we had everything figured out. We really didn't fight. We were doing really well and had a really strong relationship. And then starting to work together just brought this whole different level whole of new challenge. challenges and all these new adjustments. But it's been great. It's like a video game. Like we just leveled up and are starting to develop all these new skills of how to like deal with each other. And when we're really working together, it's like, it's really great. Yeah, when it's good, it's, it feels supernatural. Like right now we're building a website. Planning it out, working together, we're on the same page. It's been pretty exciting. We get to build this together. Um, and we both care about Appleseed so much. So, yeah, maybe this episode sounded a little negative or whatever, but for the most part, when it gets really tough, as long as nobody runs for that back door to try to get out of it, as long as you're willing to like work and just find a solution, then 
you just you only get stronger, and I think we've gotten stronger together. So, yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Now that you have it recorded on podcast, just make sure you revisit it a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. That's all I got. Okay. Well, that's it for our show today. Thanks for listening. And as always, big thanks to our sponsors whose personal donations make our projects possible. And extra thanks to you guys who just helped us out with donations this month. Without your help, we wouldn't have been able to pay a graphic designer or print as many posters as we needed to reach as many communities as we did. Yeah, thanks so much. If you haven't subscribed already to Appleseed Radio, please do so through iTunes or your favorite podcast player. Coming up next time, we'll be getting back to telling stories from the field. If you've ever traveled anywhere, you've probably had fun spotting all the ways people and things are different compared to how they are back home. But have you ever wondered just how different it'd be to do your exact same job in a third world country? Tune in for the next episode of Appleseed Radio. I have a feeling we're not in California anymore. That's it for now. We'll catch you later. See you later. Thanks, Lily. Thanks for putting up with us. Okay. Wait, um, so I can stop the recording. Can I stop the recording now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want you to record the rest of your day in case, in case you say something interesting. <laughs> yeah, you can stop.